0: What's up guys? Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Alessandra. And
0: today we're going to talk about how to automate your lifestyle to reach your goals. But first, if you are a new listener, two things we hit on in this podcast, business and health and fitness. On the business side of things, we do run a couple of businesses. Um, SD Evolution, online health coaching company, and Fit Coach Pro is the software we utilize to manage our clients. We lease that to other coaches. Um, We do have an interesting perspective on the business side of things because we are not at the top of the ladder by any means. But we have seen a lot of success, so we're in the middle of our journey, um, and it's just a, a cool way to express to you guys through this podcast. You know some things we've done well, some things we haven't done well. Um, as we try things and kind of work through them, we're going to share some tips that we have learned with you guys, so you can apply them to your own lives, um, to your own job, whether you're an entrepreneur or you know employed by somebody else. It doesn't matter; these are basic principles you can apply in most in most circumstances. On the health and fitness side of things, again, we run uh, SD Evolution, that online health coaching company. Basically, our goal with that is similar to this podcast. We filter through all the bullshit to our clients and feed it back to them in digestible pieces. So making sure they understand what makes sense for their lifestyle, what they need to implement, what they don't. Um, We're just going to share some similar things with you guys here on this podcast. If you are a returning listener, please leave us a review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, share us on your stories, tag us. Um, We do appreciate all of that. But as we dive in today, again, we're going to be talking about automating your lifestyle, giving yourself a, a better leg up as far as putting yourself in a position to reach your goals. Um, so something we see a lot on social media and Instagram and YouTube, all those all those platforms, we see the sexy marketing. We see the, the flash sales and flash deals on these crazy programs. They're very eye-catching, they're very sexy. You know, They're going to grab your eye and they're going to probably utilize something you've never heard of or you think just sounds drastic, but being in a rut that might be something that's appealing to you because it's like, oh my God, I'm going to shake all this shit off and I'm going to do this to the T. And we typically find that, not typically, we always find that those don't work because you're not creating lasting change. So you might be instilling habits that last 30, 60, 90 days or whatever the duration of that challenge is, but they don't last longer term. So what you do is you ride that roller coaster, hit some decent goals and they come crashing back down to reality once you realize you cannot continue to maintain, you know, Three 90-minute workouts a day eating a thousand calories a day for the rest of your life
1: or I find a lot of people see something like a transformation photo of one of their clients and they see how much progress they have made so they then kind of use that as their motivation and say, well, if they did it, I could do it without any context as far as how they got there or what that lifestyle looks like. So we're really going to dive in today discussing you know, how we get our clients' results, but why the results that we give them aren't always your typical expected results too.
0: No doubt. And this is something that I say on every single sales call that we take with potential new clients, but small maintainable changes lead to those dramatic transformations over time i
1: think you've said it probably 10 times on the podcast podcast, too so you guys have probably heard that but
0: that's kind of the concept with our coaching it's these same basic principles and you have to hear it a thousand times it's not like we're just saying the same things week in and week out but you have to hear the same thing a thousand different times where you actually get that aha moment where it finally clicks and you're actually applying these things the right way but by doing those things We're making sure you're comfortable and confident in your ability to maintain those things in the longer term. So if you're not, then we pick the wrong plan. If you aren't comfortable, you know, on X, Y, or Z diet or X, Y, or Z training program, then it's not the right one for you. What we're going to do is have some conversations about, you know, if you're not sure what works for you, we'll try a few. If you're not comfortable with something right off the bat, we're going to scale back from that. But we're going to make sure everything we do in the longer term, whether it is trial and error, experimentation, um, just a general guideline based on what we've talked about and what you're comfortable doing, we're going to make sure those things align. So you do, in the longer run, um, understand the principle that you can continue applying in, in those same ways. So it's not something you're planning and doing short term, only to revert again in the longer term. That's something we scratch right off the bat.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people too have the mindset that you know, whether you're aiming for fat loss or muscle gain or changing your body or just focusing on your health has to come with feeling miserable and like, you know, really persevering through the process. And it's this miserable experience that you don't enjoy and you feel crappy, but you're getting the results. So it's worth it. But that's like the farthest thing from the truth when it comes to what we do, because we really want our clients lives as a whole to feel good. Like that's that's our why as a company and our why is also to educate them along the way so that they understand you don't have to feel completely miserable during a fat loss phase to reach your goals. Now, with that said, will there be some compromises you have to make? Will it be uncomfortable at times both mentally and physically? Of course, but it doesn't have to be this thing that sucks the life out of you day in and day out in order to achieve X result.
0: And to be honest, if we see a point because we do track biofeedback with our clients where you have a sustained period of misery and we can see that directly through the data, you're not going to be in a fat loss phase anymore. We're going to pull you out, whether it's for a reverse diet, for a maintenance phase, whatever that needs to be based on what we're seeing. But it's not gonna. You're not gonna feel like that for anything more than a week. Because as soon as we identify that red flag, it's game over for that cut. You're not ready for it. Your body's not ready for it. Again, there's a difference between misery and being uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable, it's something we're gonna kind of push through for as long as we're seeing efficient results. And there are ways. Holding up.
1: There are ways to manage that discomfort. Like say, if you're in a fat loss phase and you're super hungry all the time, and you just think about food constantly. First, we have to explore the level of the deficit that you're in is it appropriate for where you're at right now. Um, but there will be a level of hunger that comes with fat loss. But learning how to manage that through maybe increasing the volume of foods that you eat, adding more fruits and veggies throughout your meals things like that you can manage that hunger really well so there's a difference between you know suffering through something for the sake of it and then having a level of discomfort that you have to learn how to manage to get to the result that you want
0: absolutely and it's not just adding more food and run off the bat kind of like what you just said so it's adding more high volume foods it's adding adding in more fiber it's prioritizing the proper uh, ratio distribution throughout the day depending on if you're you know a higher level athlete um, or if you're just trying to manage things evenly throughout the day. So there's different things you go in that route. Are you sleeping well? Are you recovering well? Are you overtraining on less food? So it's not like you have to leave the cut. There's some different things we still evaluate. But the bottom line is you should not feel miserable for more than a week by the time we evaluate that data. So that's kind of what we dive into on that side of things. Um, but as far as, you know, what do we do on a general level to make sure we are putting ourselves in a position to succeed. So back to the title of this podcast, automating your lifestyle You know, to, to see progress, to see results, to reach your goals. What does that mean? That means you're implementing daily habits. So let's start off by clarifying the difference between a habit and a goal. A habit is something you do every single day. It's a daily non-negotiable. That's something I talk to my clients about every single check-in, daily non-negotiables. Um, a habit is what leads to a goal. So a goal, let's say, would be I don't know. You want to walk 10,000 steps a day. I would say it was a goal. It's a general setting. There's a threshold for you to reach. That's a goal. So a habit that would go into that and you know allow you to achieve that would be a morning walk. So every day after breakfast, I'm going to go take a walk. Whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, it's automatic. It's a daily non-negotiable. It doesn't matter what else you have planned for that day. It has to happen. So that's why when I talk to my clients about setting their, their habits, which I don't know many other coaching systems that have you measure and track habits. Which is something that's usually training, nutrition, and, and your cutoff. cut off. Whereas we're focusing on mindset, lifestyle factors, those habits that actually give you actionable steps to take every single day. When it's not just tracking training and nutrition, um, so we'll talk about very simple, basic habits. So again, I'm not telling you to say or to write down, I must read, you know, 30 minutes a night. Because for a lot of people, you're going to get tired. You're just not going to do that. So start with something minimal. 10 pages a night right before bed if you're really into the book obviously read for as long as you want to But there's no excuse for not reading 10 pages
1: Yeah, a lot of even my clients still tend to struggle when trying to come up with new habits because they almost view them as These huge commitments they have to make every day when in reality It should almost feel like it's too easy Like that's how small it should be like you should almost question Is this am I going too easy on myself? Um, but once you get consistent with that habit and you start compounding on that habit and maybe adding little bits off of that habit here and there over time you're gonna have reached that bigger goal that in your head was initially too hard so that's a really good point that you bring up about separating habits versus goals because I think a lot of people still just don't grasp that initially um, and we tend to have the all or nothing mindset when it comes to our goals like we feel like we have to set this big Thing. And then when we don't show up in that way that we set, it's like, I failed.
0: Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be like that. So when we're saying it shouldn't be overwhelming, like you just kind of hit on, it should be something that's so minuscule that it doesn't even seem like a habit. But what this is doing from a mindset perspective is allowing you to check a box. I was supposed to do something today. I did that. Check. It feels good. Even if it's something as simple as I'm going to take my vitamins every morning after breakfast, I'm going to take my vitamins. It's something you probably already do by being able to check that box, yep, I took my vitamins today, you feel really good about that. I did this first habit. I'm going to do my second habit. I'm going to do my third habit. That is a compounding effect that's going to play out through the rest of your day. So you're going to continue doing positive things, building positive momentum, and creating positive changes in your life from something as simple as taking a five-minute walk, taking your vitamins, whatever it is, getting to bed on time, reading your 10 pages before bed, little little, tiny basic, basic habits. So Throw out a couple more examples, you know, habits for body composition change goals. A daily walk creates more movement. You're increasing your neat, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, eating a piece of fruit with breakfast, you're improving your diet, you're getting in more fiber, you know, eating a veggie with lunch and dinner, same concept, more nutrients, more fiber, um, sleep routine, same bedtime every day, avoiding technology before bed, reading the 10 pages, small basic habits that are doing positive things for your overall health.
1: And if you're just starting out, make it like, even easier by it's called habit stacking. So kind of review what you're currently doing. Like look at your current routine and let's say, you know, your goal is to hit the 10,000 steps per day. That's your goal. And then you want to implement a habit to get you to that goal, but you aren't really sure where to start. Look at what your current morning routine looks like and see where you can make room to maybe go for a 10 minute walk or whatever it is to add in that new habit, but maybe you pair it with like let's say every morning you wake up and you have your cup of coffee. Well, your new habit is going for a 10-minute walk right when I'm done drinking my cup of coffee every single day. And you'll know at that time when you place that mug down every day, that's when you go for your 10-minute walk. So kind of pairing it with something that you're already doing is super helpful whether you're trying to add in a positive habit or eliminate a not so great habit.
0: And to kind of reinforce the notion of of daily non-negotiables and why that's so important. Think about your training. Think about nutrition. Life gets in the way sometimes. You're not always going to be able to eat perfectly. You're not always going to be able to hit every single training day. Some training days you're going to have to rush through. Those are negotiable. Based on your lifestyle, based on your season of life, based on the things you have going on, training and nutrition is negotiable. Now, does it need to be messed up? three days a week. Of course not, you're on the wrong plan if you're doing that. But once in a while it happens, that means it's negotiable. These non-negotiable daily habits are things that need to happen no matter what's happening. The house is on fire, you still have time to do it. Something that's that simple, that quick, that easy, that's going to keep you on track. So let's say you're traveling. You can still read your 10 pages. You can still take your vitamins. You can still go for your morning walk. What is that doing? You're, you're still going to have that, that fruit with your breakfast and veggies for lunch and dinner. What are those things doing? They're establishing healthy staples, healthy foundations in your entire program. So regardless of whether you're following your training and nutrition to a T, these things are still happening. You're not going to feel like garbage while you're away. You're not going to let a rough week of work where you're, you know, working long hours, you're under high stress, you're meeting a deadline. You're not going to let those things completely derail you. Are you going to be on track perfectly? Absolutely not. But you're not going to be starting over. You're not going to be in as bad of a position as if you let everything else hit the fan on top of not training or eating well. So these are things that keep your body in a homeostasis type of situation where, you know, they're not great, but you're not rocking the boat more than you, than you need to.
1: Yeah, and kind of not to switch gears, but a little bit of a gear switch right here. She's so, going to read us a book. <laughs> I'm not reading you a book, but I do have a book in my hands because I was reading this book this morning and um, effortless. I'm still working my way through it. I've been reading more fiction lately, but that's a topic for another working podcast. Working way
0: through it sounds like effort.
1: Um, so, you no, know, he was just talking about, you know, how important it is to... Also not give yourself the easy way out when it comes to lasting change. And he was just talking about, you know, seeking out principles and not all of the knowledge that you consume has lasting value. Um, And I forget the example he was talking about, but what came to my mind is meal plan. So a lot of people seek out something like a meal plan because it gives them a clear picture of what they need to do for X result. But the issue with something like a meal plan in this example is that it's not teaching you anything. So of course, it's going to be a little bit slower and a little bit more challenging to actually learn about proper nutrition versus just blindly following a meal plan and getting the results. But that we know that the issue with meal plans is that the second you stray away from that meal plan and you go back to eating how you were eating before, you actually really didn't make any progress. So he just was really driving home the point of, you know, Seeking out principles and the building blocks to eventually get yourself to where you want to be And I thought this really just tied in well with the topic that you wrote about today because we're talking about these basic Habits and building blocks that will lead you to the goals that you have.
0: Yeah, it's almost like he's uh using my words for his book it sounds like
1: <laughs> You didn't read this book yet. did You're you? right.
0: I probably wrote it and he stole it <laughs> was Just saying what I said with different words
1: no, but I mean, none of this is us reinventing the wheel. I mean, nobody's no, nobody's reinventing the wheel on any aspect of anything. Like, it's all about the basics. It's all regurgitated information, but you know, our spin on it is just also showcasing you our experience with it, and let's kind of go back in time and talk about, you know, we've talked about our our fitness journeys personally before on this podcast, but going back to like when we first met and we would, we just kind of stumbled upon flexible dieting, um, we really didn't have any routines or habits in place. We had just started SD Evolution. Even with our business, we didn't have any routines or habits in place. Um, And while we were still making progress and we still were focusing on our health and fitness journey. We probably could have progressed so much faster and more efficiently if we had done
0: that Everything you're trying to do and you know ourselves included back in the day is looking for the quickest fix Even if it's not a quick fix the quickest fix So, you know following a super strict diet, you know going for a ridiculously overextensive training program These are the things we're drawn to because they're challenging. So we feel like they have to be working when in actuality Again going back to these basic principles We're gonna keep doing over and over and over for the rest of our lives those are the things that make the most sense and those are the habits that actually last and create lasting change and you stop riding that roller coaster. So you don't have to get fat every time you go in between cuts. You don't have to get you know, overextended on one side or the other in anything that we're doing. It can be a stable process where you make minor changes to tweak in one direction or the other throughout your entire journey. So this is kind of the, the idea that we're hammering home.
1: Yeah, you just said something I want to touch on too in regard to training You more so, but you said you know, we want to seek out the really challenging things because we feel like that's going to give us progress. And when it comes to training, this also applies. Of course, you want to challenge yourself in the gym, but I find a topic that keeps coming up with on my Q&As and just people asking questions on Instagram and in our Mindful Movement Collective group is, you know, people feel like they have to really just crush their souls in the gym and always feel the sensation of the muscles working and just strive for that burn. But in reality, that's not the sole thing that's driving progress. And let's kind of dive into that side of things too. I just want to touch on that really quickly. So what would you say to somebody who says that they feel frustrated because they're Challenge challenging themselves so much in the gym, but they're not seeing the actual progress they want to see despite feeling exhausted and like they worked really hard.
0: For starters, they're probably overextending themselves or so they're overreaching on a regular basis. But again, going back to everything we're talking about, it doesn't matter how hard you train, if the rest of these principles aren't in place, if these habits aren't in place, if you're not doing good things on all sides, you're not gonna see the progress. Doesn't matter how hard you train if you're not recovering, if you're not sleeping seven, eight, nine hours a night, if you're sleeping four, five, six hours. Doesn't matter. Your training's gonna suck. You're not gonna progress. Same thing with the nutrition. You can be in the gym six days a week, finish up every session with a half an hour of cardio. You can gain weight. You can look the same. You can, you know, get worse body composition throughout because your lifestyle factors suck, because you have no other habits in place, because your diet sucks.
1: You're under eating, you're overeating, you don't know what the heck you're eating. So just by really Going inward and reflecting on all of these things that we are constantly preaching to you guys, it may seem like a lot of different things to focus on, but when you get in the rhythm and you add one thing at a time and you implement it in a really efficient and productive way, it can be life changing. So if you're listening to any of our podcasts and you're like, Wow, they they make their clients track so many things that's overwhelming, you know, what would you say to that person?
0: It's a very inclusive, all inclusive process, I would say. So, we've created a system to make it very easy and very efficient. So, yeah, we track a lot of things, but it takes a minute. But if you're working with someone who's literally just dishing out a training program and dishing out nutrition, and let's say they are really, you know, hands on as far as adjustments, it's still an incomplete package. There's still so many different aspects are missing, which is why we focus on training and nutrition, obviously. But in my opinion, those are the easy parts. Um, but we're also focusing on mindset. We're focusing on lifestyle. We're focusing on habits. So that all encompassing, you know, relationship that we have with our clients and with the entire situation we put together and put our clients into it's health coaching. We're not training coaches. We're not nutrition coaches. We're not training and nutrition coaches. We're health coaches. It's mental health. It's physical health. It's overall well-being. And there's a lot of different things you need to track to make sure that that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's a hard pill to swallow when you have to accept that it's going to look different than you thought and then it's going to take a lot longer than you thought. But when you really embrace and focus on this as a journey and understand that every day can bring about so much growth and wisdom and knowledge to your entire lifestyle, it really becomes something that is fun and enjoyable. And that's really what our mission is, is to help you understand that that's what it can be.
0: I have a really important question. What? Why the hell did we buy this sign when we never light it up?
1: (laughs) I just noticed that a little while ago, but I wasn't going to say anything. It's okay. Our YouTube fam won't mind. All
0: right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Just a quick recap on what we talked about. We need to learn how to automate our lifestyles. To reach our goals. So again, it's not something you need to be doing on a 30, 60, 90 day basis. I'm going to argue and say if you are doing something challenging on a 30, 60, 90 day basis, you're actually regressing because you're just setting yourself back six months down the road when you're no longer following those principles and you're just right back to where you started. So what did you do? You just wasted nine months. You just wasted a year. So creating small maintainable changes that lead to to those dramatic transformations over time is the only way you're going to reach your goals in the long term in the short term it's the only way you're going to improve you know things like body image self-love self-care emotional health emotional well-being mental stability all those things go into these basic basic habits that need to be daily non-negotiables they need to be automatic you do them without thinking about them so that's this is all about create lasting change by automating your lifestyle. That doesn't mean you're being boring. It means you're adding three to five things per day that you need to check off, create positive momentum builders and continue moving forward in the long term. So that's where we're going to wrap it up. Where can they find you?
1: I'm at Alessandra Skutnik.
0: I'm at Josh Skutnik.
1: Everything else is listed in the show notes.
0: We'll catch you guys in the next one.